This is your five-minute beginner call. Ah. At podcast. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, season three, episode twenty-two. I am your host, Jazz Wilson, and I am here with the team, Lucy Wilson, Anna Neary, hello, and he's back for <laughs> one night only. No, he's not. He might be here for the rest of the season if we're lucky. Tom Hazelden, hello. Good one, Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> On oh, Mister Popper's penguin. Yeah, in full full form. Yeah. Old because now he's back Pingu. from outer space. Always be there for your friends. <laughs> just as a penguin, in, just talking in quotes. He is just talking in quotes. You're gonna have that put on the t shirt. Tom Hazelden, he's just talking in quotes. Always talking quotes because no. Anna's gonna have pick up a cat. <laughs> say, oh, yeah. You can quote me on that. I thought you, you said pick up Tom Hazelden guarantee. I believe we had a, a long time ago. Maybe. 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 I don't, I don't care. Oh, fair enough. I'm too cool to remember anything. Yeah, true. Steve. That's why we record it, and then you don't have to remember any of it. Steve. Where did Steve come from? Should we do articles? Yeah. Steve. So today, Lucy is going to tell you about Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. <laughs> Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops. <laughs> Fruit Loops. <laughs> Lucy. Put in some real can slurp. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry? <laughs> Put in some milk on. and slurp. But, well, oh, obviously that right. is the song. It's not how yeah. you eat cereal. <laughs> <laughs> Put in some milk and slurp. Yeah, it's not how she dances. <laughs> and I've got a couple of questions for you to keep you on your toes. So, Lucy, kick us off with your articles. 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 Hoo, hoo, hoo. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a taster there yeah. for later on. So, my article is all about Footloose, which is going on a new musical tour. And um, do we have any of the sound clips of Tom from last time? Uh, what sound clips would you like? Stop stunt casting. <laughs> I'm oh, sure I could find this it. This is going to be one of those episodes, <laughs> is it? Yeah. yeah. Because we're going to uh, we're going to take Tom out and replace him with Robot Tom. Uh, Mr. Pick- Mr. Foot, let me guess. Mr. Foot is playing Ren McCormack. No. Uh, the world's Gareth famous Gareth Gates will be Willard. Stop stunt casting. <laughs> um, Stop stunt casting. So no. the tour will commence in Wimbledon on the 24th of April 2020 before visiting Birmingham, Barnstable, Sunderland, Landudno, I think. Oh, Landudno, yeah. Aberdeen, Brighton, Milton Keynes, Peterborough, Malvern, Blackpool, Edinburgh and Glasgow with further venues to be announced. Um, So most of you will probably know what Footloose is about, um, but Gareth Gates actually previously appeared in the show in 2017, which I didn't know. Um, He has just said, I'm thrilled to be back playing the role of Willard in the 2020 UK tour of Footloose. I had so much fun the first time around that I jumped at the chance to play such an exciting role again. I was born in 1984, the year Footloose, the movie was first released. I used to watch the movie lots as a kid, not knowing some years later that I'd be playing the cowboy that can't dance on stage. 
up and down the country. <laughs> I'm a terrible dancer, so it's pretty much life imitate quote, which is why I'm just like, oh my. Why? 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 I why, mean, Delilah? If this, you've listened to our episodes before, you know that we don't necessarily know how we feel about this. It's supposed to be kids. True. How old is he? 34? 84. 65. He was born. Oh. He's 84. <laughs> 84. <laughs> he looks good for so 84. 16 plus 19. He'll be 35. Yeah. He's older than me and I could not play Willard. You could. Mm. <laughs> you could play with it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's not old, but he is meant to be at high school, isn't he? Yeah. So, um, yeah. And also, I think admitting on, like, to press that you can't dance and being cast as one of the main roles in a musical that is predominantly about dancing yeah. is pretty bad form. I, I mean, I know, I know open there, he? Willard can't dance, but. He dances you, in the end, though. You need, you need, you need <laughs> to be able to dance, you yeah. know what I mean? He needs to be a good dancer. He dances in the end. Because it's so still a musical. Dance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, at least he's not the lead, let's put it that way. At least he's, it could be worse. Yeah, the lead is True. an 18-year-old. <laughs> and a girl. And his creepy 35-year-old friend. <laughs> oh, well. Anyway, that was my article. Oh, man. Cool. Start on a high note. Yeah, we'll brush past Gareth Gates. Sorry, Mr. Gareth Gates. But it's not his nothing fault. Against no, him, no. Nothing against him. Nothing against him. Well, Anna's got. Well, he said he vendetta. can't dance, so yeah, he's he's made a rod for his own. Gareth path, Gates really. did beat Anna in Pop Idol, so <laughs> she's got her reasons. People don't True. hate. Yeah. So I haven't got an article for you today. I have got a couple of questions. So the first question comes from a guy called Russell Brown, who commented on the great british amateur theater hub and he said he recently went to an amateur society show in which the four principal actors were paid to perform also it turns out the director md and choreographer were paid too i know we all pay for set and costume services but where does the line between amateur and professional lie Thanks for your question, Russell Brown. I put that to you. Mm, I uh, think it depends on the society. Okay, let's let's yeah, yeah, I agree. Because I uh, think if, let's break it down. Um, uh, actors, principal actors being paid. Do you agree with that on it for an Amdram show? No, no. I think half the time the chorus actually end up putting in more work than the principals. So Agreed. No, I don't think so. No, Tom. I don't. I don't know. It's not. If you get paid, it's a professional show. Can I... In my eyes. Can I expand yeah. on that? Yeah, or? go on. Okay. Um, I... The reason I said I don't know is because... I think part of me thinks it's a good idea. Part of me thinks, yeah, it's Amdram. Maybe not. But then the other part of me thinks that you need to treat it not like Amdram for a good show. And maybe that helps. Um, and I don't know, maybe it makes it feel more like a job. But then on the flip side of that, you pay to be in Amdram shows. So I, I, as like a chairman, for example, I would worry that if I started paying the principal actors, then the people in the chorus are going to be like, well, what's, what is our money paying, going towards them? Or like, yeah. what was our money count mm. for? It's supposed to be for costumes and stuff. If everyone's paid, then 
Sure, but... <laughs> I think you'll get a real really issue with, like, politics mm-hmm. within the society yeah, yeah. and, like, um, bitterness and jealousy and resentment if yeah, you end up yeah. doing that. I don't think that's a good idea at all. Um, and whether you call it Amdram Theatre or Community Theatre, whatever you call it, like, let's use the word community. That implies that everyone is all in it together it's and not, should be treated like, equally. Yeah, it's not like something you could put on equity, is it? Like, no. No, true. On the flip <laughs> side of that, though... Or maybe you'll come into that. About come into that. the director. Produ- to production yeah. side, I 100% agree that if you mm-hmm. can, you should pay them. Yeah. Mm, see, I sit on the fence with this a bit. If So if that person does that job in a professional capacity, yes, you should pay them. If that person does that job as a hobby, no, you should yeah, not pay that's, them. Yeah, but that's not right. Because how come for Why one show... Right? You pay someone to do something and then it comes to a next show and then you the same, like another person is doing that very same job and you're just like, actually, but we don't want to pay you. Like, I think if the money is there to pay someone, then you should. Like, you shouldn't try and get away with it by being like, well, actually, you're not professional because they're still supplying the same service. No, they're not. That's that's my issue. Are they, yeah, somebody who is, is trained and somebody who isn't are not going to provide... Well, no, the they're not going to... Well, you don't know that. It's still someone's time and effort. I, that I agree with. Yes, it is somebody's time and effort. And it is a big thing to be director, MD, choreographer, whatever. It is, but if you've never done it before... I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think it's a good, a good it's incentive... It's a hobby for everyone. ...to, to get directors, because that's sometimes... Oh, well, not just directors, but people, because that's sometimes really difficult. Um but I also think as maybe like a fix for that issue is that you need the committee to be a part of that decision and be like, you need, you need to make sure everyone's willing to pay this person. So like, I'm not saying that you would be able to make a decision where you say, well, we pay some people, we don't pay others, depends on where they come from. But I think as a committee, you should make a decision to be like, well, we're what we do is is we have to have a pitch from you for your for your show how you want to direct it what themes you want to go with like you know how you want the characters to be blah 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 blah, and then make a decision as to if they take you on or not and then i think maybe like like a job interview yeah i guess um but actor the the four actors he was talking about being paid there's you're not going to have four principal roles in every show so how are they working that with the payment Do you see what i'm saying yeah if you get a leading role, you get paid. I guess like, if if you're a, if you're a principal, you get a maybe a set amount a cut. for each. Uh, I I don't know. I think if you that raises too many like like you said politics. If yeah, you start paying does. actors, makes segregation a terrible idea. Yeah. Myself, unless you're getting a celebrity in, like Chesney Hawks. Oh, Chesney Hawks. Um. But yeah. Production, I don't think raises as many. No, issues be- because it's like you know because they're they're doing so much more they're not acting it's like well yeah you know if you, you put in the time then if you want to direct the next show then sure we'll pay you but okay where do you draw the line so director being paid yes or no yes, yes. md being paid yes or no yes. yes choreographer being paid yes yes stage manager being paid yes, yes. yeah and mm. think about that but i think yeah they lighting money <laughs> being paid 
Yes. Sound it depends. Paid. Yeah, yes. but a lot of the time this comes it through. It goes the through the theatre. Yeah, sometimes yeah. it does. I mean. But a and lot of people do shows in schools and halls yeah. and stuff where it doesn't. So yeah, kind of feed into the masses. If if they're um <laughs> I forgot what I was saying <laughs> mid sentence. <laughs> yes, pay them. <laughs> <laughs> Set builders paid? Uh no. no. Ah. Expenses for set builders. Yes. Yeah, of course. Mm. If if it's coming out of their own yeah. pocket, definitely. But I find from my stuff. experience that's either if you have hired, set builders. It's either hired in or it's a set that someone builds and then they'll usually get other people to help that's like usually from the And also it's usually like headed by the either the producer or the director or someone like that mm. who in our situation would be being paid anyway okay if they're, if they're like a professional set builder like they do it for a hobby like for a living then maybe if i was chairman i would consider just being like well maybe we should offer them some money or, yeah like a token yeah, orchestra being paid poker yes yeah. yeah okay orchestra doing it as hobbies not trained musicians well still you've got paid. to be a trained musician yeah. to be in an orchestra no you don't what you can't just like pick up a violin and be like today i'm gonna be in an orchestra well if you can no play if you're music, homeschooled if you can play the music and do the job and you're all in the orchestra you, then yeah you should. yeah if, if you, you can, can play it if you can play it, you've been trained yeah in some way certainly loads of people are self-taught and stuff now aren't well they? yeah but mm. that's still trained i um if that's their job i think you should pay them but if you hire someone who's a bit crap, then it's your fault. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you, need to, you need to look into yeah. who you hire. It's just interesting um, because on that discussion, loads of people have loads of different views. And some people are like, yeah, we, we kind of, we pay everyone. And other people are like, we pay no one. And people are like, we just pick and choose who we pay. So it's interesting that there isn't, it isn't standardised across you are. the societies. I think if you start picking and choosing, you're in really dodgy territory mm. because one, sh- like if everyone has been in a show and knows that certain people have been paid for a certain show and then someone signs up to do the next show thinking that it's going to be a paid role and mm. then they're like, actually, because you're not a professional, you're not getting paid, that is going to cause massive issues. You're going to lose a member there because that isn't professional or anything like that um but going back to what you were saying about um paying the principals because you want good quality i think the quality comes from the production team like Mm. you're either gonna have like people come to the amateur society because they want to do it or because they're good at it and if you have a good production team it's their job to make sure that you put the people in the right places to make the show good and if you have a good production team that are like inspired and wanting to work and are professionals who have done some of it before then you're going to get a good show Mm. like regardless of who's in it really Um, and I think if you put those roles as being paid you're more likely to get those sorts of people in the roles I don't think you should pay production much either I should I do say that like oh no not like an actual no wage. no no but yeah it's it's a hobby and it's something they're volunteering to do and yeah i don't think it should be a lot of money but i think you should i, I think some societies give the option to be paid i've i've seen that a few times where it's like you know we we, we can pay you if you want to or if you want to do it for free and sometimes 
people have the society's interest at heart and will be like, oh yeah, I don't mind, I'll do it for free. I, I want to do it. But I think sometimes, I think that's probably a good good place to start out just offering it to, to all the production team. Because I think if you do that, not everyone's going to take it. I, agree. I think you'd Fair be enough. surprised how many people won't take the money. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you offer it, people are going to feel less bad about not taking it. Whereas if you don't offer it and they haven't got it, there might be some bitterness there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Cool. It's interesting to see kind of where people sit and it's interesting that you guys all have the same view, whether it's because we're in the same society and that's kind of how it's done where we are regionally. Um, it'd be interesting to see if it, if it differs from region to region or it is completely different just from society to society because of the financial situation that they're in. Um, but yeah, from that, from that thread, you look down it and there's so many different, so many different opinions. Um, but yeah, it's good to know. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Another question for you from Mr. Sean Blake, a previous guest and avid listener. He said, with the rise of popularity of jukebox musicals based on a particular artist or band and the recent news that a Britney Spears musical is on its way, I'd like to ask, what band or artist would you like to see a jukebox musical of who hasn't had one yet? Or which one are you surprised hasn't had one yet? I would like McFly to have one. That is a good shout and I don't think it's a million miles away. I really hope the end. <laughs> it would be so cool, Michael Bublé. Oh, good shout! Mm, I don't know if that would work as well. Uh, like, I don't. I think you could have a really cool storyline with his songs. Do you think we could have such a cool like love story? It'd have to be a Christmas one. <laughs> <laughs> you could have a Bublé Christmas musical. <laughs> oh yeah. Hmm. Tom, is there a Beatles musical? Uh, let oh, it be. Hang on. Yeah, is that yeah. is that a musical or is that like a mm-hmm. celebration? Kind it's of a bit like um, thriller. Yeah, so not really a musical. Uh, there is a Beatles one. Oh, there you go. Would um, you like to know all the ones there are? Some of these were very surprising. Okay. R- ready. Ready. Mm-hmm. Harry Chaplin, Buddy Holly, Bee Gees, Abba, Janis Joplin, Johnny O'Keefe. Queen, Madness, Billy Joel, Peter Allen, Rod Stewart, John Lennon, The Beatles, The Beach Boys, Elvis Presley, Frankie Valli and the Four Seasons, Dusty Springfield, Earth, Wind and Fire, Boney M, Johnny Cash, Blondie, Take That, The Proclaimers, David Essex, Frank Sinatra, Green Day, Michael Jackson, Spice Girls, Tina Turner, Carol King, The Kinks, David Bowie, Meatloaf, Bobby Duran, Donna Summers, Alanis Morissette, The Go-Go's, Cher, Kylie Minogue, Air Supply, The Temptations, Britney Spears. I thought of another one. Wow. There's so many. Um, Amy Winehouse. Yes, that mm. would yeah, be great. I, Good show. I was going to say, I, I'm surprised there's not a Frank Sinatra one, but there is. Yeah. You just said it. Mm. Um, I would like to see a Mumford & Sons musical because oh. I think it's mm. a type of music that's not really... In musicals, like once, I guess, yeah. is probably the closest. True. Which is why, also why I was thinking Frank Sinatra, because there's not many jazz, well, that, that type of jazz musical, not Jazz yeah. Wilson. Um, 
Yeah. What about you, Jazz? What about me? Hmm. I don't know who I'd like. Craig David. Craig David. Mm, yeah, maybe. What are they called? The, the cartoons? But cartoons <laughs> or do the witch doctor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Sorry, did, was David Bowie mentioned on that? Yeah. yeah. He was. Yeah. The Wiggles, the musical. <laughs> <laughs> Tweenies, the musical. Yeah. Um, Spice Girls. They're on there. Mm, yeah. Spice up your life. They were on there. They're on the list, yeah. There's so many. I could there is so many. Um, I don't know, you know. Stevie Wonder. There's no one. That, yeah, that's, that's a good shout. That. I don't know if that's Bob Marley that's coming. <laughs> Sorry, it's a bit different. Um... I have no idea. I don't think there's anyone that I can think of that hasn't already got one. It's not an Ed Sheeran musical, is there? <sighs> Mate, that's anyone soon. who does that is a douchebag. I wouldn't wa want to watch it. No. But... That's too soon. It is, too, it, it is it way too soon. Um, I don't know. I, don't, I can't, really can't think of anyone. Not anyone that I, I, that I haven't heard of. Do you know what I mean? Like the ones on this. I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah, I'd probably watch that. Um, Gareth Gates, <laughs> aka Footloose. <laughs> um, no, I'll have a little think and uh, maybe let you know on the next episode because it's just, I don't know. It all feels a little bit unnecessary. Mm. Don't you think? There are a lot. Weird Al Yankovic, I love that one. Or Beastie Boys. Beastie Boys, Pet Shop Boys. <laughs> That'd be painful, wouldn't it? Lady Gaga, maybe? That'd make a cool musical. Mm, just and if she put, put some original songs in stage. there. Yeah. That is a good film. I think that'd be really good. No. Um, no, I don't think there's mm. anyone. Blondie, was she on there? Is she on the list? Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, well, that'd be a good one. That'd be a good musical, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'd watch that. If it was about them mm. and not a story using their songs, I see what you're saying. then I'd watch it. Yeah, so I mean, do you... Carol can... King. Is 9 to 5 not classed as a jukebox musical then? Well, no, of course no. it is. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's, it's got the song 9 to 5 in it, but the rest of the songs no one All originals? Yeah. yeah. You look, the opening number is nine to five, and then, and then the rest it. of the songs you're like, "What the hell is this?" Hmm. That's ridiculous. Mm. So I don't think that really classes it. As a no, no, it doesn't. Song. No, because it has to use all the songs from yeah from that same because the original film or group is no singing. Hmm. It the nine Dolly Parton sings nine to five is like the intro, and then the film's just a normal film, no singing. So the Spandau music. Ballet. Why have they not got a musical like Tony Hadley's in all sorts of musicals left, right and centre, I see, in like smaller mm. venues and that. Um, yeah. Not saying that I want that, but just surprised to, to not see it there. Yeah, interesting. Well, if you have a jukebox musical that you would like to see, then let us know on our social medias or via email. It's all an act at Outlook. Dot com. We love hearing your messages. Please do get through to us. And thank you, Sean, for that for that question. It was great. Great mm. discussion. 
So, on to Amdram Shows. News and social. Whoop, whoop. On to our Amdram Shows. Tom, go on, you kick us off with your show. All right, then. I'm doing the Vicar of Dibley. Oh, yeah. I've, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I think on, it's then. such a good show for an Amdram society to be able to do. Um, a very good show. Everything about it screams like community, <laughs> like village community, right? Yeah. Um, it's on by, it's being put on by the Stafford, uh, oh no, sorry, it's on at the Stafford Gatehouse Theatre, but it's being put on by the uh, Stafford Players. Um, uh, tickets are £11 and concessions are £10. Uh, and you can go on www.staffordgatehousetheatre.co.uk or call 01785619080 um yeah i think it's it pops up enough that it's not overdone which is good and i think if you do it right it could be a really good like take on on it without trying to copy it i think um yeah cool go and see nice. it anna your show my show is evita um by the Andover Musical Theatre Company from the 13th to the 16th of November um, at the Lights Theatre in Andover. For more info, visit www.andovermusicaltheatre.co.uk forward slash Evita. Sweet. Lucy, your show, please. My show is Terry Pratchett's Johnny and the Dead, and it's being put on by Leeds Children Theatre at the Carriage Works Theatre, Millennium Square, Leeds. Um, just a little bit about the show. It says, sell the cemetery over their dead bodies. Not many people can see the dead. Not many would want to. 12-year-old Johnny Maxwell can, and he's got bad news for them. The council want to sell the cemetery as a building site, but they'd better watch out. The dead have learnt a thing or two from Johnny. They're not going to take it lying down, especially since it's Halloween tomorrow. Besides, they're beginning to find that life is a lot more fun than it was when they were, well, alive, particularly if they break a few rules. It starts at 7pm Wednesday to Friday and 1pm and 5.30pm on Saturday. Tickets are £14.50 for adults, £12.50 for concessions and under 16s are £10.50 or you can get a family ticket which is four seats for £46. There is an early bird offer of 10% off each ticket purchased before the 1st of October so you've all missed out but I just thought that was quite a good incentive yeah, of the society to put that up yeah thinking out the box i like definitely. it definitely terry pratchett used to go to a lot of his shows when he was alive as well oh that's cute he went to a show that uh one of his shows that was being put on near us and then he uh went to the after party and got drunk with him <laughs> oh really that's cool but, yeah. very cool yeah nice interesting times that they've got there lucy yeah i agree seven o'clock i suppose it's because it's children five yeah, kids' shows. Interesting time. Yeah. So, There's a lot of pantos that are like on the hour as well coming up. Interesting. Cool. Uh, I haven't got a show this week, but I have got an open audition for you. Oh. And it is for Soho Cinders, a new musical. Oh. Styles and Drew by Inspirations Theatre Company. So it is at the Eagle Club, St. John's Road, Newbound in Chesterfield from 12 till 5 in the afternoon on the 10th of november that is a sunday yes i said sunday 
if you want to go to open auditions for that, they will talk you through what the plan is for the show. Um, there's a information pack for auditions on their Facebook and you can go along and just see what it's all about. And then hopefully you'll get to audition and that should nice. be good fun. So yeah, Inspirations Theatre Company and Josh we've had on the show previously. Yeah. So cool. Awesome. That was our Amdram shows. And now we are going to tell you about shows that we have seen. So team, who wants to go first? Tom and Anna, tell us about the show you saw. Go on, Anna. Okay. Um, so we, Tom and I went to go see uh, Roger and Hammerstein's Cinderella at the Cadogan Hall. Uh, that was in October. In concert. Yeah. In concert. Wasn't, wasn't the show. No, but it was advertised as that. But basically, if you haven't been to the Cadogan Hall before, it's kind of set up as like a... In London, it's set up as a, like a concert theatre. So anything that is performed there is pretty much like a concert um, with the band, like a massive orchestra behind. And then the performers just stand and sing in front of microphones at the front. Um, that's kind of the layout of the theatre. So yeah, it was more of a concert concert style of, of the show. Um, and it was only on for one night, which was quite nice that we got to see it. Um, it was had a quite a big cast as well. So the lead lady is playing the lead in the Prince of Egypt show and Jack Yarrow who was the new Joseph that has just been on at the London Palladium he was playing the prince um and then they had a couple of other cast members you said one was in Banana Man that you saw Tom yeah Jody Jacobs um and then the rest were um from other various things one was currently playing Donna in, in Mamma Mia and everything it was on a Sunday so I guess a lot of these actors were free um because it was on a Sunday um and it started at 6.30. That's ah. early, though. Yeah. It, um, but it finished early, so that ah, was quite true. nice. So you were going home at like half past nine, nice. which was nice. Um, yeah, it was really interesting because they did full-on perform it, like the full-on show pretty much. I think they missed a lot of dialogue, but they did have the scripts with them and full-on like acted with each other on the stage, even though they had their scripts and had obviously the stand and the way a concert should be but they tried to perform it which was really nice and Cinderella had her dress that she wore um and they had these really cool like glittery shoes for her slippers um and the orchestra were amazing they had a full lot I don't know how big the orchestra was it's quite big uh yeah probably the like there was about 30 40 maybe yeah or a piece orchestra plus plus choir and then there yeah there was an ensemble um and then, yeah, the cast was, the main cast was about, what, 10? Uh, yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, I mean, I'm quite biased because I love the show anyway. We went to see it because I wanted to see it. Um, but it was amazing. Like, the music was incredible. and they Long overture. Yeah, really long overture. <laughs> but it was really nice because they had projection. Um, so the projection kind of reflected what was going on and told the story with the music it was really nice um so yeah so that was it i i absolutely loved it it was nice to see a concert a musical concert like that as well because i know they do those things a lot so um yeah it was nice to see it and i just hope it was a tester to see 
how well it re was received over here because it's never come over here before. So I hope that they like how well received it was and put it on eventually. Fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed, but well, it was so, so good. I loved it. Um, they wouldn't spend all that money doing it for no reason. No, they? exactly. So. Um, so I really hope it does and it was yeah amazing can't, can't really fault it really it was really good yeah um tom yeah it was good um i'm not the biggest fan of the soundtrack uh but it sounded good live and the script was really funny and they all acted it really 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 well so it sort of kept it alive um i think that's what it needs because i think the songs the songs are lovely to listen to but they're quite outdated in terms of like the style so i think that sort of brought it alive um the lady i can't think what her name is but she played cinderella's stepmom who is currently donna in mamma mia she was amazing she was so so good so funny um yeah uh and it the, yeah they, they were all really good um it was quite like a relaxed yeah because because they were all, all on it. all yeah. on book and like there were a couple of times that Someone maybe paused a bit because they lost their page or something like that. But yeah, no, it was good. I I did enjoy it. Um, I yeah, I, th I think it. I don't think they could have made much money from it for the amount of like people they would have had to have paid and rehearsals and costumes and then hiring the venue for one night. I don't think they could have made that much. So I'm sure it would have, was a tester. Um, but then I also think if you do one night only, then you limit the amount of people that are going to be able to talk about it. So, mm. yeah, it was it it was good. Um, um, yeah, so I just wanted to clarify. So this is the new production of it. So this was the 2017 Broadway production that's never come over here before. So it's the revamped version of it. So oh, see. that's why it was more funny and everything. Cool. Yeah. Mm. What about you guys? You've seen stuff. We did. Lucy and I went to see Grown Ups. Which was amazing. You should all go and see it. And I have nothing else to say. It was fantastic. At the Vaudeville. It was awesome. So if anyone wants to imagine where that is, it is pretty much next door to Waitress. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my oh life. Oh my God. I had people turning around in the row in front looking at me because I laughed so hard. <laughs> I mean, that's not hard for jazz. Yeah. But... No, true. I, I'm easily amused, but yeah. And you've got a distinct laugh. Yeah, true. They don't have yeah. many more shows of it, I don't think, yeah, because they're moving like on. End of November. Tickets are expensive at the minute. Yeah. Like 50, so 50 expensive. quid. Yeah. Price, so. yeah. We got them, we got them proper cheap. Yeah. Um, they're changing it to the magic yeah. one magic after goes this wrong. one. Goes wrong, so yeah. after watching Grown Ups, I'll definitely be going to see that one because yeah. it was that's been, amazing. That's been organised through Penn and Teller as well. So it's actually going to be proper magic, which... But how crazy is this? So they're doing so Grown Ups during the day. No, so they're rehearsing for the magic show during the day and then performing Grown Ups in the evening. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Very tired. That's yeah. that's insane. Yeah, it's probably what but a lot when, of people do, though, isn't it? It's probably just a normal day for them. I know, but this is like the one, like the, the theatre company that they're doing, th like this show straight after in the same theatre. Yeah, they're like a team of yeah, yeah. eight yeah. or whatever they are. Yeah, but but then, that's, that's just so intense. That's what I mean. There, like when we spoke to Jodie after we saw Heather, she was rehearsing in the day for 
um rock of ages and True. Then mm. i think i think it's just like a normal day depending if, if you're but a they've, successful or, they've actor. organized the shows themselves yeah 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 so, yeah, True. yeah that's because they got the vaudeville for a year so they were like yeah. oh, okay well our plan is we'll do this show and then we'll do this show and then we're gonna do this that's show insane. and there's probably so, a lot of people really behind cool. the scenes that pull some of the strings i think like i think they do the writing and most of the production but i think they've got people yeah they do yeah to, to in do their stuff program for, you know yeah, I mean? yeah it says that um yeah they kind of otherwise, otherwise having to do would... everything themselves and yeah. then when they had people in they were like well no yeah we're well, doing screwing stuff together like otherwise they would just collapse i also think when it's what you love to do it's a lot easier to do those yeah. hours i agree true yeah. but yeah it was really funny so it was the same five or six people I can't remember if it was five or six people. So you watch them go from being toddlers in a classroom <laughs> and then they go to teenagers. No, it, they go from toddlers to children to teenagers, didn't they? Nope. Because toddlers was one section and then they go and then they add up, end up to as adults, teenagers and then they have a reunion at the school. So <laughs> it everything was, happens no in the way. same, it same was, sort of set. It was yeah. so clever, though. I don't want to say too much about it because no. so much of the show is watching it all happen and being like, how have you just made me now believe that you've gone? Full like, circle. I literally believed that you were a toddler and now I believe you're, that you're a ch- like a yeah. teenager. Like, it was insane how they did it and I the won't set, give it away. The set for the toddlers for the opening bit was amazing i've seen phenomenal. i've seen pictures of oh, and their scene so. changes were spotless too oh yeah the scene changes and mm. a lot of the cast changed the set i think it was all cast um, that changed the so, set pretty much yeah it was, yeah. It was really, really so cool. Impressive. i've seen a picture of one of them opening a door as a toddler mm-hmm. and then one of them sat on a chair as an adult yeah and i was like that looks cool yeah it was really cool I and really we were sat right it. at the back of the stalls and we were like oh no we're not going to be able to see like up yeah um, you don't really need and to we didn't need to no, no. that's um, a good heads up yeah so yeah so if you like if you sat at the back of the store thinking, by the oh, cheap the, seats at the back the balcony's gonna block it it doesn't at all um, at the beginning you think it's going to but then once the curtains open it yeah well, you fine. Miss, the only thing you're missing is like some ceiling decorations that are hanging down and nothing else happens up, up there at all okay. and then there's a a great surprise at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right at the end, which mm. I did not see coming at all. Um, I didn't see, like, there was such a mixed audience and I didn't see one person leaving the theatre without a smile on their yeah. face. Like, literally everyone was, like, beaming from ear to ear yeah. that was coming out, whether it, really it was, was. A, good. an old man or a teenage couple or a child. I saw some, well, yeah. I say children is probably, I would say, 12 plus. Maybe. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there are there are a few naughty words in <laughs> as they would say. Um Yeah, but it, it some stuff was just so clever. If you've seen it, the bit with the mop had me in stitches. Um right at the start when they're toddlers. Um there's a scene so it's not a spoiler, but there's a scene that the toddlers act out and it's all from the toddler's perspective of how they see their parents. Oh. <laughs> and because we're adults watching it, you you think a certain way where toddlers would think another way. Hello, and it's like my name is Charlie. <laughs> what did you do at the weekend, Charlie, that bit? 
and it's like they're um cleaning so they they think that a woman comes in to clean the house with the husband and they go up to the bedroom to clean that's a massive spoiler and um Stop yeah they use a mop it. it's not a spoiler it is you're spoiling the jokes um and yeah just the way that is acted and worded is is so clever and makes it so so funny um, cool yeah it was really good Cute. great great show so yes, uh, a show that we all went to see, excitingly, yeah. Friendsical at the Nuffield Theatre. Yeah, not as much clapping in it as I thought there would be. No, no. in the, in the opening legal, and closing number. Say, yeah, legal reasons. Yeah. I just don't want to overdo it. I just think like True. there wasn't anywhere else they could cram it in without it being like... <laughs> they put so much into that again. show. True. So, so many inside jokes. What did you think? What what were your expectations before going to see it? Very low. Did you did you read up about it at all? No, no, no. I didn't on purpose mm-hmm. um, to kind of take it on face value, and I was pleasantly surprised. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it played to my sense of humour. I kind of got it from the off. Kind of saw it as a spoof rather than anything serious. Um, yeah, and it kind of it just tickled me pink all the way through, really. Um, yeah, what did you guys think? I think I had the opposite, like of that, because I didn't read up about it beforehand, and I think that was my error, because I think I went to watch it thinking, oh, I'm going to watch like Jennifer Aniston and Matt Lee. <laughs> like I, li- I knew it wasn't going to be them, but that's like in my head, I was going to watch Friends, like the friends do you know what i mean and then like they were just like little things i was like well rachel's legs don't look like that like stupid things once i got over that i really enjoyed it um but yeah i just i struggled because i'm such a friends fan i was like are like are the actors playing the characters as much of a fan as i am i'm not sure they were Mm, um interesting but it, it was really good it was really funny um, it, you definitely have to go like watching it with like a open mind and yeah. not too critically, which was my error at the beginning. But then once I got over those little niggles, it was really good. I really enjoyed it. Fair enough, Anna. Uh, I think I agree with you, Jazz. In the in the way that it was just like I kind of knew that it was a production that had come from the Edinburgh Fringe, and it was a parody. Um, but I, it was just like whether I was going to find it funny, but I think the actors did really well in taking the mick out of it rather than try like trying to properly be the characters. They just kind of overdid everything. Yeah. Um, it was like a joke on a joke. Yeah, almost. a joke on a joke. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I was just so impressed with how much like of the one liners and the jokes they managed to put in it and the fact they were trying to do the whole of the 10 seasons in like two hours. That's crazy. Um, And so it was really funny. And I know people didn't like the like time lapse of, because they kind of, with the show, um, they cross over a lot of the stories just because there's not enough time to kind of space it all out. So they crossed over a lot of the stories, but they picked up on that in the show. Um, And you could tell the actors were really enjoying it as well because they corpsed and stuff, which I found... (laughs) I liked made the that 
I that made me laugh even more. Um, and I think the actors picked up on that as well. And I think that was just really clever and smart of them. It's not the best thing I've ever seen. I like I said, I didn't really have high expectations for it anyway because I was like, oh god, this is them gonna try and be funny, and it's not gonna be funny. But I did actually find it very funny. So that was my view on it. So yeah, would I see it again? Yeah, maybe one more. Time. <laughs> I, mean, I yeah. I would definitely get to it again. Yeah, maybe not like three times, but no, maybe true. one more time. Tom, what did you think of it? The first like 20 minutes, I was like, <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> this, this? this was a joint present from myself and Anna and two other friends to for Jazz and Lucy's wedding anniversary. And the first 20 minutes, I was like, I can't walk out on a present that I bought. <laughs> but then you start to lean into it and I started to enjoy it more then. Like there... It is a pantomime, but they're not advertising it like that. It, it is a pantomime. They they corpse. They interact with the audience. Um, the, the, yeah, it's. I've got very mixed opinions on it. On on one hand, I thought some of the actors were incredible. Like the guy who played Joe, uh, not Joey. The guy Ross? who played Ross and the guy who played Chandler. I thought yeah. they were phenomenally Agreed. good. They they were so so similar uh to the characters um uh, whereas some other characters had like one thing they could do that made them look like that character so they just obviously have been directed just to do it over and over again which isn't their fault um i think like 80 percent of the songs were just (laughs) pretty forgettable and a bit naff um and I think tickets are going for like 30 quid at the minute. So I, I would definitely yeah. not pay that much for it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I enjoyed it. And I think part of me is telling myself that I shouldn't enjoy it because we're all a bit theater snobby because, you know, we've, we watch Speak a lot of self. Yeah. Well, you know, we watch a lot of theater and we're like, I think we, you, we have like an expectation of what theater should be, but then other people and especially the people that the musical is made for don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just going for a night out and it's definitely, definitely a show for like <laughs> middle-aged women who like to laugh really loudly. Yeah. But, I can, I can believe the age range yeah. actually, but I think because friends has gone onto Netflix, it's kind of mm, now brought a in a new generation of friends. Were there, fans. They? Yeah. And they were loving it. Yeah. It was a bit girly for me. Girly for me. The um the the other thing I thought as well was that they they did cram lots and lots and lots of references in, which obviously yeah they have to they because did. otherwise why mm. are you going to see it? But some of them were so like lazy. I thought it was just like here's a joke because you we came for jokes to, yeah. and yeah we're going to give you one. Yeah. Um. It was, I was quite annoying. There was two girls sat behind us, and every time they made a joke, like about friends the girls behind us would like to just talk about it but like oh they said joey doesn't share food they were like 12 and and they were wrestling as well yeah they were like wrestlers wrestlers but yeah that was annoying we had a couple behind us that were having a conversation 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 but it was in a different language so uh i was like uh that's irritating but still interesting (laughs) yeah the um bittersweet the other thing i wanted to say as well was that uh, the guy who played Ross uh, also played Melman the drum <laughs> in Madagascar. <laughs> Which is basically the same David actor. Swimmer's role in Madagascar. I love that. Um, yeah. 
<laughs> he also did he also did warhorse and some other stuff to his credit he was and he was he was the he was the best one I he think. was i feel like um, they based it around him. i no, disagree he was definitely yeah i thought he was great. i found his mannerisms very repetitive no he was so good There's chandler the, chandler was chandler was good for me good. i think i think chandler was good because chandler is probably one of the harder ones to to mm. to be able to do but an impression and he looked really so good. much like him he did but wow. he doesn't until you see him in the costume and his with his hair like yeah. on the videos he i also thought like he Chandler. kind of looked a bit like archie from balamori <laughs> i'm sure he'd be chuffed with that <laughs> um i um, thought the set was great i enjoyed the set yeah simple but effective the lighting was awesome uh sound was really good actually so i i couldn't hear what they were saying could you not and i had uh, holly who we went with had the same issue she ah. said to me see i didn't have that issue at all I struggled to hear what they were saying. There was no cracking, no popping, no, no nothing. Mm. Um, the only ah, the only issue I did have, which isn't sounds fault, is the actor's fault, and I will address it to the actor. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, yes, if you're listening, um, that her microphone was in the wrong position. Yeah, so every it kept time she, I noticed that where it would rub and she would breathe into it, and I was like. God damn! Just moved that microphone. With, without without naming names as well, there was like some actors we really liked, and there were some that we were like mm, not too keen. Uh, really, really struggling yeah. to see the the. But you the, get that. The, um, you get that of all yeah. shows. But so. I won't. I won't say who. No. But just know that we really liked Ross and Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> um, I liked Monica. I thought she was really good, but only when she had the wig on. She as soon as she, fast for me. as soon as she, well, that's your brain capacity, I'm afraid. You're bloody rude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving the podcast. Ah, doing a tom, we call that. <laughs> Good okay. one, Luce. Yeah, that's it. So that was news and social. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so no game this week, but let's go on to album of the week. Ta-da. Album of the week. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it is album of the week, and as Tom wasn't here, he got to pick. Well, no, he picked because he was next to pick, but you still weren't here, Tom, and I'm still a little bit upset about it. And I might like Ghost Tom a little bit more than I like you at the moment. Oh, I thought you said you were going to ghost me. I don't know what that means, but explain to me afterwards. Okay. Okay, so Tom, tell us what we had as album of the week. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Oh, don't say three times. He's not here, unfortunately. He may turn Did up. see him on my holiday. Did you? Yeah. Wow. He was great. He was walking around Universal Studios. Cool. Told a kid, he said, shut up, shorty, to one kid. He didn't uh, say it to you then? No. Oh. Took a photo. You are. Took a photo. Actually short. Shut up, fatty. Took a, took a photo with, with one Rude. girl. <laughs> and uh, while her dad was taking the photo, he <laughs> just drinking at a Starbucks in the background. <laughs> <laughs> he actually drank some as well. Oh, nice. it was great. Um, anyway, the the musical I picked was Beetlejuice. Uh, I uh, I really want to see this musical. Um, I the, I like the film. The the film's a bit of a cult classic, but uh, the musical just is. I think is really fun and really wacky and really weird. And it's a bit like an adult genie from Aladdin. If 
he had his own show, I think. Oh, um, that's an interesting. Uh, yeah, that's how I see. Way to that's how that's always it. what I think of Beetlejuice as like Never a, thought of that before. a more adult genie. Um, slightly darker. Nice. Uh, yeah. Um, it's, it's, uh, it's not been out long, so. No, but, it hasn't. But it's got really good reviews. So, what did you think? I enjoyed it. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It's right on my street. Very funny. A little bit rude. Um, and I like the huskiness. It kind of, it takes out a lot of the, like, pure stuff. That His, you his hear. voice. Yeah. Um, so I, which I, is, is really good. I mean, that can't be good I, for I, your voice. Just just about to say, I watched a... Uh... Uh, an interview with him there's a uh, he's on he's either on the radio or on a podcast i can't remember and he talks about his role um he also was uh in school of rock yeah as he a teacher, was, which yeah, you yeah. know if you see him like he looks perfect for that role but anyway he he said that he his he has this thing where he i can't think what he calls it it's like a big scientific name where he can do that with his voice without damaging his throat at wow. all and it says it doesn't hurt and it's like his his doctor told him that or his singing coach get it said oh this is what it's called some people can do it without hurting their voice others yeah. can't um and he can so it's not fortunate bad for his voice he's yeah. just uh he's just good yeah um yeah i thought it was interesting nice girls what did you think of it i actually really I loved it. it good uh, uh, an album that we all like Finally, mm. for a change. Well, we did get a couple, but it's been a while. Yeah, been, true, been true, a while. very good. My favourite song was "Fright of Their Lives," mm. and my favourite yep. song is "Dead Mum." Uh, mine is "Fright of Their Lives" too. Wow, mm. you're not allowed to say one as me. Yeah, I can. I really wish you know we saw I like. it on Broadway. I I like "Say My Name," "Ready Set," "Not Yet," and the whole being dead thing. I think. I yeah. would just say that you're gonna all dagger me for this, but I've never actually seen Beetlejuice. Oh, sorry. I it's have, right. and I'm not a fan of oh, really? the film. The f- yeah, Tom literally made me watch it this year, so I've only just watched it. It's not- it's it's such a cult film that it might not hold up if you've not seen it, but so many people love it. Hence why we. I didn't really get it. Got a musical. Yeah, no. After listening to the soundtrack, that it made me like really want to watch the film because it sounds really good. Falls into the category of like. The Goonies and yeah, I love the Goonies and yeah, it kind of comes in into that cult classic category. One Um, one thing I um, you might it's a bit bizarre. That's the mm, only thing that might put you off. Yeah, Yeah. a bit bizarre. It's good though. I like I like the um, fourth wall breaking. That's like meta fourth wall breaking, where he says like I don't know. One of the lyrics is like drink your fifty dollar wine and we do this beep like eight times a week. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they, they did a bit for the, I think it was for the Today Show, and they changed some of the lyrics to f- fit that format instead of being on stage, which I cool. just thought was cool. Clever. And it's something that not many musicals can do without it being out of place. True. So, yeah. How many mics would you give it, Lucy? 4.5. 4.5. Whoa. That is decent micage, that. Anna? 3.5. A 3.5 from Anna. Tom? Also a 4.5. 4.5. And I'll give it a solid 4. Um, very good. Very enjoyable. Definitely something I will take and listen to again. And uh, yeah, I think I'll extract a few songs and put it into a separate play- playlist. Um, yeah. Enjoy that. It was very good. A nice, Sh- nice SpongeBob reference in it as well. 
Is that in the whole I being dead thing? Didn't he plays ukulele for a bit and sings like SpongeBob? Huh. It's there like was, it's so supposed to be a rip off of that. There was one that sounded like a song from Legally Blonde. We there worked was, out. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember what it was now though. I don't know who composed it. Maybe it was it's... either Dead Mum or Fight of Your Lives. Maybe it was uh, Lawrence O'Keefe. Anyway. Yeah. So, shall we spin the wheel and see who is up next? Whoa. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Spin that wheel. Tick, 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 tick. Spin it. You'll never believe it. It's Tom. It's Tom again. Is it? Double pick. Double, double pick, pick, double pick, pick double, 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 double pick. Um, my musical of the week, uh, is that what we call it? No, album of the week, that's what we call it. <laughs> yep. My album of the week uh, is uh, In the Heights. You might not like it because it's a bit like Hamilton, but... Um, In the Heights. I don't know, it's it's a bit more... Singy. Yeah, but it's it's more like... More Less songs. historical it's, references. It's, it's more fits its background, whereas like Hamilton's obviously is made to like completely contrast what it's. And more like the Washington Heights. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's quite Latino. Spanish. Yeah, ah, cool. I love it. I think it's great. But yeah, anyway. Cool. What does the album cover look like? It's Lin Manuel Miranda reaching up to the sky. It's like a yellowy orange background Reach with in the, the heights sky. in red and blue, and there's people dancing or falling over. I don't really know what they're doing. In the heights, dancing or falling over. Yeah. Cool. So that is our album of the week. In the heights, please do listen along with us and let us know what you think of it and how many mics you would give it if you were sat with us. We love to hear from you. You can contact us on our socials and also. You can email us. It's all an act at outlook.com. That was. Album of the week. Yeah. That was album of the week. So it has come to that time in the show where we are about to go. But before we go, we'll recommend for a friend. Just trying to make stuff rhyme. So this is the part of the show where we give you a recommendation, not necessarily theatre-based. So I shall kick us off with something that is theatre-based. So if, like me, you struggle learning lines by yourself and you need a helping hand, I have the app for you. And it is called... If I can remember what it's called. See what I did there. Lines to Memory. Ah. It is created by the stage. So basically what you can do is you can record your line. You can then record your cue. And then you can leave a gap to then record your next line. And that will confirm whether you've got it right or not. And then you do that when you first get given your script. And then you can just listen to it over and over again in your head at your own pace without having a single other person around to do it with you. Amazing. Yeah, it's very good, very handy. Uh, And on the light version, you get quite a lot. I think you get something like 20 bits that you can record, Mm. which it doesn't sound much, but when you're going through recording it, um, yeah, it kind of covers you a couple of scenes. And that's on the light. That's without paying for anything. So, And then you can upgrade it to the pro version i think it is nice yeah so nice cool my recommendation is 
pumpkin spice. Oh. How seasonal. That's it. <laughs> oh, I just whistled out my <laughs> nose. <laughs> uh, Thanks for that, Thomas. Oh, yeah, Thomas, Thomas. Yeah. I can't do it again. Uh, um, we just went to America and they have pumpkin spice everywhere and I love it, but it's just not over here as much. So you get a latte and that's about it. Makes me sad. Mm. Pumpkin spice it's frappe. slowly coming over. Pumpkin spice. Mm. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin <laughs> spice is good. It's real good. And there's no pumpkin in pumpkin spice. <laughs> It's a mix Sorry? of it's a mix of nutmeg, cinnamon, and something else. There's oh. like there's a, a minute amount of pumpkin in it. Fair enough. Mm. Cool. Anna, my recommendation is a Netflix series called Shit's Creek, but it's got Catherine O'Hara in, who was in Beetlejuice. Kevin. Um. So I thought I would just slide in there. Uh, that was my relationship relation to your album of the week. Ah. Okay, and it's also got Eugene Levy in it as well. And it's so it's really good. Uh, very funny. My auntie from New York told me to watch it. Cool. She was like, why haven't you watched it? I was like, I don't know. No one watched it. <laughs> <laughs> then, why haven't you watched Dingle Hoppers 4? Yeah. <laughs> Riddle me that. Yeah. Um, and then I watched it and it's very funny. So if you want and the uh, programs, uh, each episode isn't very long. So short and sweet. Cool. Just like me. Lucy, your recommendation is a podcast oh, called S H Star Star G E D. Do I held off on that for so long. Married annoyed. I can't say the first word because it's. No, so it's start out. Yeah. But it's by Chris and Rosie Ramsey. Chris is currently on Strictly Come Dancing and is a comedian. And Rosie Ramsey is his wife, who is like an Insta mum, I guess, but not like your one that you watch, who's <laughs> like, here's my homemade body lotion. She's like hilarious and talks about like getting poo on her hand. Um, so I really like her. Um, no, basically, <laughs> I love getting poo on my hands. <laughs> they just um, chat through the podcast. They have a section called "Watch Your Beef," where they basically say one thing to each other that's annoyed them in the week um, about each other, um, and then they take questions from the public and a secret celebrity question as well. And some of the stuff they end up talking about is absolutely hilarious. If you listen to it and take my recommendation, I suggest you listen to the very first episode and work your way through. Don't just go listening willy-nilly because yeah. you like the title. Listen in order because, like, they do... They don't link to each other, but, like, well, they, they do go back to back. previous yeah. jokes. Sure. Um, so definitely listen in order. And don't listen to it with kids in the car. No, it is not It's not child-friendly at all. Or if all. you're feeling squeamish. True. Because they get quite grotty sometimes. Yeah, it gets quite <laughs> graphic, which is... I've actually dry heaved listening before, so... I've laughed out in the... Laughed out loud listening Didn't to you that. need to pull over once? Oh, I had to pull over. <laughs> I couldn't see through laughing tears. Again. Oh, Mr. Whistly knows. <laughs> so, yes. Thomas, Wonderful. That Thomas is Duncan our over here. recommendations. My recommendation is whistle through your, your nose. <laughs> Whistle through your nose. Oh, I was like, what? It's like a hip-hop version. <laughs> oh, funny. So it's a whistle through the nose from them. <laughs> oh, that's horrible. Oh. All aboard. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a farewell Thanks for listening. At podcast. I can even play my nose like... <laughs> <laughs>